Hey guys, congratulations on making it 19 days narc free. Of course, I'm so proud of you guys. I know that this is the journey um, and you are getting there day by day, step by step. So give yourself some grace. Um, every day, every hour isn't going to be perfect, but you will get over this hurdle. You will get over this pain and eventually you will overcome this storm. Um. <laughs> Today, I want to talk about busying yourself. So I know I talk a lot about writing in your journal and going through this process um, and something transparent that I just did because honestly, I've been out for almost five years. And so sometimes it's hard for me to do episodes because I have to put myself back into that position of being hurt again. I have to put myself back to where I was, where I was in pain and I just didn't know what tomorrow brought. And that's my why as to why I keep doing episodes um, is because I remember that pain and I, I remember not knowing what tomorrow brought. And I literally had that in my diary that I'm just going to finish crying and my mind hurts, my body hurts. And, and I think that was like day 52. So for me to see day 19 and I'm just like, okay, you have to have all these things. That's wonderful. But there's going to be days where it hurts. There's going to be days where you ruminate about this person and you just don't understand how your life became what it is. So when I say give yourself grace, that's what I mean. Give yourself grace because yes, day 19 and if this is a huge accomplishment and you're making milestones, for me, day 19, I filed my divorce papers. Um, was I in denial? Probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. I was probably still in denial thinking that I'm going to file these these papers and I don't know if I'll fully go through with it. I don't know if he'll reach out to me after this. I think, honestly, if I can remember correctly, I think I wanted him to reach out to me. So I wanted him to be like, you filed papers. Like, yeah, I file papers. This is this is this is full, or this is really happening. But in the back of my head, probably thinking we may get back together. So I remember that. So it's like I wanted him served and I wanted it over. But in the back of my head, I wanted him to have some type of contact with me. You know, I wanted a reason to say, okay, our papers are X, Y, and Z on this date, or. You know, I wanted him to contest the divorce so that I can have that moment with him to talk. So in the midst of that, I didn't I didn't see that. Right. I thought I was so strong. Um, I thought I was doing a great thing at day 19. But I just skipped ahead of my journal to day 15 where I'm ruminating about how much I miss him and how much I wish I could talk to him and how much my life has changed and all these things and you go from 19 to 15 you're just like wait a minute I was doing so well give yourself grace that's all I can say um give yourself grace there's there's no quick road to this journey but you have to have grace and I know in this storm it is so hard and I always hear people say you know you don't have a testimony without a test right so I wouldn't have this testimony if I wasn't tested in that relationship. So I'm I'm grateful for it in a way. Do I wish I didn't have to waste five years in order to get this testimony? Yes. But I know that what happened to me is happening to you or has happened to you. 
and you feel lost and you need someone to talk to and you need someone to vent to but your world is rocked upside down whether it be from a relationship whether it be from family members who are narcissistic there's just so much because for me I came from a narcissistic family and I was in a narcissistic relationship so I didn't understand what narcissism was before my relationship, right? So I didn't understand. I knew my family was toxic, but I didn't, just didn't understand how. I knew my relationship wasn't healthy, but I just didn't understand how. And so I figured out what narcissism is. And so give yourself grace. I'm going to constantly keep saying, give yourself grace. This journey is hard. This journey is going to knock you on your knees But trust me, you're going to get back up. I say this a lot. You're going to get back up. This is your testimony. The test that you've gone through. If you discarded the narcissist and you came up with a plan, you're winning. If the narcissist discarded you and you left and you stayed gone, you are winning. If you are choosing life, you are winning. Just know that it gets better. It's just this storm. Someone said to me, or I think I heard, if we knew how bad the storm would be or what the storm could bring, we wouldn't ride through it, right? So if we knew that the storm was only going to rain or a typhoon was only going to rain for about five minutes, we would probably stay out in the rain because we'd be like, hey, I can I can withstand that. But if we didn't know that it was going to be 20 to the 45 minutes of rain, we would, would we would protect ourselves, right? It's the same thing. So we're in this storm. We just don't know how long this storm is supposed to be. So we're frightened. This could be a quick storm in the, if you look at your lifespan, right? So if we're looking at our lifespan, the small relationship is nothing, right? This, this blurb of your life is nothing. But right now this feels like everything. So again, give yourself grace. I'm learning to give myself grace that I wanted to take back the person who I was not physically attracted to. I'm giving myself grace in the fact that I was not sexually pleased by this person, but I wanted to take this person back because I was comfortable with the toxicity. I'm giving myself grace to understand that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling about this person, but also know that I never, ever, ever want to go back into that situation. I've grown from that situation. I've healed from that situation. And in relationships that I've had since that relationship, I'm now able to assert myself. I'm able to stand very strong on what I believe and what I want. And when I do not see that, I'm very comfortable now to a point. Sometimes, you know, I do let things drag out a little bit longer, but to a point, I'm able to walk away from a situation. I don't believe that I will ever stay in a a situation again with such a toxic person. I think I've grown from that. And now I am, (laughs) I'm stronger. So when I say busy yourself, um, do things that you enjoy. What makes you smile? What makes you happy? What excites you? Um, For me, I was very into arts. Um, so I got back into graphic art. I got back into creating a graphic design. I got back into fashion, um, something that was taken away from me. I I felt like I had to dress a certain way, um, to kind of 
I don't want to say, um, to kind of hide my shape and I made myself feel ugly and that was projected on the outside. So that's what I'll say. I wasn't, I feel like I was this fashion person. I was living in a fashion capital and so I was really into style and then I get with this person who says that I want attention and if you know me, I'm the person who wants the least of attention because I've always struggled with self-esteem issues. I've always struggled with body dysmorphia. So I never wanted attention, but I also didn't really see myself as beautiful. And that's because I came from a toxic family who who didn't tell me that I was beautiful. So I didn't hear it and I didn't believe it until some time later in my late 20s, 30s, that I truly started to believe that I was beautiful. So um, for someone to want me, I think that made me kind of feel beautiful, right? So I was like, this, these people want me. This person wants to date me. I guess I'm, I'm somewhat attractive. I've learned now that obviously my beauty isn't defined by a relationship or if someone wants to date me. So I'm beautiful because I'm created in God's image, I'm beautiful because I am perfect the way that God made me. I'm not beautiful because I'm single, you know, or I'm ugly because I'm single. Um, And I think society plays a lot in that. And that's how we probably end up in these relationships anyways, because we want to be wanted. Everybody wants to be wanted by someone. But in this time, if you enjoy walks, if you enjoy drawing trees, Take that time to do those things. (laughs) This is what's going to help center you. This is what is going to give you peace in the storm. So if we all knew that at the end of the storm, there was a million dollars and we were anchored down completely. So there was no way for us to drown or fall off the boat or whatever we're on. We would be calm, right? Um, but if we're in a storm and, and we feel rocking and we don't know what's on the other side and we don't know that we're anchored, we're fearful. So find something that you, brings you joy um, and stick with it day by day and you'll gradually get better. You're gradually going to get better with this separation, but it's going to take time. Um, start to repair your friendships if you want them in your life. I know for me, um, coming out of my toxic relationship, friendships were broken. So I had to figure out who I still wanted in my life, who I trusted to be in my life. But your inner circle is going to be so important in this time. And when you get a true, true, true inner circle, tell them how you're really feeling. I know it's so easy sometimes to just say, oh, I'm okay, because there's such an embarrassment or embarrassing level to what we just came out of and their secrets, you know, that we're holding on to this day. But find a friend and let them know what you went through. Tell them the full story. Give yourself that grace in order to say, you know what, this is what I went through. This was the the true story of my relationship and I am hurting. And I don't know um, what I'm going to do or, you know, I am paranoid right now and this is why I'm paranoid. So give yourself that you need someone to vent to when you come out of these types of relationships because we don't know 
up, down, left, right, who's uh, connected to who, we just feel such a betrayal. And then we just feel uncovered, you know? We just don't feel covered anymore. We feel open and we see, we feel seen. We, we sense danger. Everything is fight or flight mode for us when we're leaving. For me, I was petrified of running into my narcissist. I was petrified of him figuring out where I worked. I was so fearful. I remember that, like, that heartbeat of, okay, did he see, did he see my car? Did he notice, does he have a tracker on my car? Did he notice in my emails, is he, is he following me? It's a weird feeling to have that when you're outside of the home because you just don't know how crazy these people can become. And, you know, like watching the news, which probably isn't the best thing, I hear all of these domestic violence cases and I hear like how the man shot the woman in a domestic violence case and the police have been called out multiple times. And that makes me cry because... <laughs> I hear so many times like, well, she didn't report it or well, this or he didn't report it. They didn't report it. And it's like, do you know how hard it was for me to get to even tell a story of what was going on to me? And then for you to not be believed is even harder. It's like, really, I just I went through literally hell and back. And then the first thing you say was, well, why did you never report this person? And I get everyone has like things to do and reports to make and. We can't just file domestic cases on anyone and people believe us, but there's just so much that when I hear cases that, you know, a woman or a man was shot because domestic violence, it's like, where was that person's help? Where was that person's guidance? Who helped this person? And that's why we need friends. This is why we need a trusted person that we can go to and just really vent to and talk to. And then also dropping our pride and letting people know what we went through. Because if they don't know the full story, they can't help you. And once they know the full story, they'll get a better grasp of as to why you have these walls up and why you have your issues. So in day 19, what I am saying, <laughs> what I've said a few times throughout this episode is please give yourself grace. Grace to be angry, to be happy, to cry, to miss, to want, to long, to admire, to whatever that is. Give it to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be kind with yourself. This is only a moment. It is not going to define your full life. This is a test for your testimony and you, you're going to have a story to tell. And your story is going to help another set of people. And I hope that my stories are helping you guys. So until the next time, of course, I will continue to pray for you all. And I want you guys to remain strong. And remember that you are loved. You're worthy. And you're going to get through this. The storm is almost over. Okay? And you're worth it. Keep writing in your journals. Um, and documenting this process because you're going to look back and see how much you've overcome. I will talk to you guys in the next episode.